there's so many people in the industry that I'm, you know, I've made friends with people uh, with ESPN. I've made friends with people from fan sided, you know, people that are, that have done it for 10, 15, 20 years and have seen everything. I've covered everything. And, you know, I'm on a first name basis with them. And that wouldn't have happened if I didn't just kind of say, you know, let's do it. Let's try it out. Welcome to the Living Sport Podcast, where we connect you to young professionals and sport business experts from around the world. I'm Connor Hurley, your host, and I'm inviting you to join us as we head to Buffalo, New York. Our guest today is Kurt Hallmesser, co-host of the Laces Out Podcast. Kurt stepped outside of his comfort zone in college to try out podcasting, and years later sees success with thousands of listeners. One of the biggest lessons from this episode is, as with everything in life, what you put into it is what you get out of it. Kurt will explain how his audience started off with less than five people and continuing to put in the work on his podcast is beginning to pay off. If you're thinking about starting your own podcast like Kurt did, stay tuned as we are going to cover everything that you need to know to get started. A lot goes into developing your own podcast and we're going to set you up with industry knowledge from years of experience. Before we begin, I want to remind you to please subscribe to our podcast and rate it five stars. Also, give us a follow on social at I am Living Sport. Get ready. Here we go. We are live from the studio and are joined with Kurt Hallmesser, Living Sport Tampa Bay 21 alum and co-host of the Laces Out podcast. Welcome to the Living Sport podcast, Kurt. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, glad you guys you guys brought me on. You know, I love listening to the show. I know Alicia was really pushing the show when we uh, first signed up for Living Sport. And I mean, it's awesome because the, the guests that you guys have on, it's it's insightful. It's helpful, especially for young professionals like myself. I appreciate that. Um, that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to build a big base of content that that young professionals can learn from, grow from, and trying to connect with other people in the industry. Um, so let's get this started. Today's topic, we're going to talk about podcasting, obviously, with you being a co-host. Um, when you talk about digital strategy, 10 years ago, podcasting wasn't even really a thing. Um, it yep. wasn't something that people would bring up. Now you see it in like every organization, um, top to bottom. It's become a big vehicle for education and entertainment. I mean, think about it. Like it gives brands the opportunity to post long form content where everything right. right now is so, so quick. So what I wanted to get into here is kind of why did you ultimately decide that you wanted to start this podcast and how did you go about doing that? I mean, it, it really just kind of started because I've always been a sports guy, you know, ever since I was little, it's, it was always, you know, ESPN's on in the kitchen every morning and, you know, you always watch the, the TV shows and you always listen to sports radio and, you know, my hometown Buffalo. So it's like, you know, ever since I was little, it was always, I want to kind of be able to talk sports. I mean, that, what, what other, what's, what's better than that, you know? So um, it started 2019, I think it was, um, it really was kind of random. I joined this this network called uh, Unwrap Sports Network, and you know they were just kind of looking for anybody that was interested in talking sports. They were kind of like a small network based out in California, and I saw it on Twitter, came across it, so you know I, I reached out to them and said, you know, I, I really don't have too much experience, but I would love to be able to, you know, be kind of the the Buffalo sports guy for you. And they were like, that's an awesome idea. You know, we want to bring you on. Um, so then it kind of just snowballed from there. I just started writing, you know, just weekly articles, kind of stuff like that. And after a few weeks, they were like, you know, we really love your work. Have you ever been interested in podcasting? And I was like, eh, not, not really, you know, <laughs> didn't really like being on camera. Didn't really like talking in front of people, but 
you know, I, I gave it a shot because why not? It's not like we really got too many listeners at the start, but, you know, it just kind of went from there. It built from there. Uh, I, I joined a new podcast and got paired up with uh, my partner now, Jared Bailey. And, you know, it's been awesome. It's really been fun. And it's, it's just something fun to do. It's a different outlet rather than, you know, just, just typing up articles. And it's just, you know, you can be yourself. You can have a personality and kind of make the show your own. Great to hear. Yeah, you pushed outside of your comfort zone. Now you're doing podcasting. Yeah. Love that. Um, yeah. Just to give yourself kind of like a little plug, you want to say the name of your podcast, maybe some of the guests you have on different types of content? Yeah, sure. I mean, we we have, uh, it's called the Laces Out Podcast. You can find us Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts, you can find us just look up Laces Out, uh, orange logo. It's got my name and uh, Jared Bailey under there. Um, you know, we've, we've been, I think we're on episode 75, I believe. So we've, uh, we've, we've been going for quite some time now. We've had 19 NFL players, uh, on our show. We've had probably 10 to 20, you know, NFL analysts and, uh, people like that on our show. And it's just really, we, we don't try to, you know, focus on the mainstream stuff. We kind of like to keep it, you know, we've had some, some guys that maybe people really haven't heard of, but we've also had guys we had. Um, Chargers starting running back Austin Eckler on the show. We've had guys like Christian Kirk, first round pick. We, we've had some, you know, success with some bigger name guys, but it's also been, you know, the guys that just have a cool story that we want to tell. And uh, it's 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 awesome to be able to, you know, just talk about football. And uh, it, it kind of started when back in 2020 when the world just shut down, um, and these guys weren't really doing anything. They they were sent home, and you know they they didn't really have anything else to do, so they just started. You know, we reached out to these guys and set up some some interviews with them and they were more than happy to and it was great i mean so uh yeah so you can find us laces out podcast uh you can find me on twitter at kurt k-u-r-t homicer h-a-u-m-e-s-s-e-r 88 um i've kind of you know tried to build up a little bit of a following there with uh fellow bills fans so we got a good time there so it's, it's really a lot of fun Good. And I'm just curious, how do you typically go about reaching out to different people in the industry trying to get them on your podcast? It started when, uh, you know, when we first had the idea, like, it'd be really awesome to get some guys on the show. It was really just sending out mass DMs on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. And then, you know, cool enough, well, as we started growing and maybe, you know, meeting people in the industry, uh, we got referred my, myself and my co-host Jarrett to join the NFL PA Media Access. So they gave us, they signed us up, they, they gave us an account with the NFL PA, and we actually have every single agent every single player we have all their information and how we can reach out to them so you know I, I can pick up the phone and you know call whoever's agent and you know it's not it's not too easy because it's not like you can say hey Tom Brady you want to come on our show it's it's more like you know we, we shoot for the guys that maybe aren't super busy uh maybe the guys that that you know aren't the biggest names in the in the game but uh yeah it, it's pretty cool I mean just the fact that two three years ago just started just writing for fun and now you know part of the NFL PA and I can have access to these guys. So it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's really, I've met a lot of guys, you know, I've formed relationships with some NFL agents where it's like, you know, I've, I've had your guy on the show and I'd love to, you know, market him more. And if you have anybody else, you know, so you kind of form that relationship with people as you go. Yeah. It's good for the kind of up and coming players. They get yep. exposure through your podcast. You get to have them mm -hmm. on the show, build your podcast. Um, that's really neat. I mean, just three years in and you're already at that point. It's definitely something to, <laughs> to celebrate and keep grinding on. Um, actually, on our last show, we had over 5000 viewers on our Twitter live. So it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's but it's not easy. It's not easy to just kind of, you know, 
start it up and have people really care what you have to say. Um, you know, I don't think people really still care what I have to say, but maybe I interest them a little bit. So, um, you know, I would just say, go for it. You know, if, if you have an interest in starting a podcast, doing sports writing, or not even sports, you know, you want to write about news going on in the world, you know, just do it because people might not like it right away. People might disagree, but you know, you'll have your friends and your family that will support it. And then it will kind of grow from there. Yeah. It definitely takes that grind. Like you said, to just keep going at it. I mean, mm -hmm. success is not going to come overnight. Um, very similar to YouTube people that typically have the larger following. They've been posting videos for years with nobody right. watching. Let's talk about kind of some of the doors that podcasting has opened for you. Is there any sort of benefits that you've seen from, from developing this, whether it be personally, professionally? Well, I mean, like I said, when I first started, you know, I was because I was still in college and you know, I was scared to get up in front of 20 people and talk. And um, so, you know, not not really it's not the same thing. You're not standing in front of somebody or sitting behind a, a computer screen, but it's still, you know, it gets you out of your comfort zone. And now I'm, I'm fine with talking in front of people. I actually I did an internship. Um, I did it for three years with uh, the minor league basketball team, the G League team in Erie. And, you know, I was, I was the MC, the encore MC and talked in front of 3000 people. So it's like, you know, I, I've from 2018, 2019 till now, I mean, my comfortability in front of people is, uh, has drastically skyrocketed. Um, but you know, what doors that have opened for me is really a whole different road that I could go down because I never really thought, you know, I want to do sports writing. I want to do you know, it was always just kind of like a, an idea, but I, I graduated with sports business management degree. I kind of wanted to work, you know, with a team and, and an organization. And now maybe, you know, I'm, I'm split. It at least gives me an option. And if it doesn't really turn out to a full-time thing, you know, I still can do it for free. And I've met a lot of cool people doing it. You know, there's, there's so many people in the industry that, you know, I've made friends with people uh, with ESPN. I've made friends with people from fan-sided, you know, people that are that have done it for 10, 15, 20 years and have seen everything, have covered everything. And, you know, I'm on a first name basis with them. And that wouldn't have happened if I didn't just kind of say, you know, let's do it. Let's try it out. So really just, you know, the networking thing, we, we that's the living sport kind of motto is the networking, you know, it, it's so, so big. And, you know, I, I made friends with, with somebody high up with fan sided, which is a sports network. And, you know, he, he texted me one day just out of the blue and said, Hey, you know what, there's this opening with fan sided, uh, kind of for a, a fall little, I forget what the word they called it, but it's, it's like a mentorship thing. And it's, you know, for recent graduates, for people still in college. And he said, I think you'd be great for this. So, you know, I applied, I'm still waiting to hear back, but just stuff like that, you know, I wouldn't have heard about that if I didn't know this guy. So, um, networking, 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 that's what it's all about. Absolutely. And we always talk about too, like kind of making yourself different, even if you're not doing this full time, that's something that you can have on your repertoire that you've said, I've done this, I've published all these episodes, I've made all this content. And it's that something that can make you different and open some more doors for you. All right, listeners, if you're serious about starting a podcast, this is for you. We're going to run through all the topics that need to be covered to get you started with one. These topics are one, choosing your theme, two, logo and name creation. Three, equipment needed to record. Four, recording practices. Five, standard operating procedures. Six, structure of content for social. Seven, editing. And eight, using publishing platforms such as Anchor.
first off, Kurt, choosing your theme, choosing a topic, um, how did you go about choosing one? And I know you spoke a little bit about you try to dive into those stories that people might not talk about because mm -hmm. it is such a saturated uh, market with football. Right. Yeah. It, and it really is. And, um, you know, being from Buffalo, a Bills fan, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible the amount of content creators and media faces that are in Buffalo, just, you know, freelance people, people that want to just start a Buffalo podcast, you know, there's a lot. And I feel like there's probably more in Buffalo than any other fan base. I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but, you know, so we, we wanted to kind of broaden our horizons a little bit that my co-host that I do it with, um, you know, he, he writes for Sports Illustrated for the Steelers. He's always been a big Steelers fan. So, you know, we, we have that connection that we each have our own teams. So we, we kind of focus on our own teams. But like you said, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we want to focus on the, on the things that maybe people don't talk about. You know, everybody's talking about Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. We want to talk about, you know, Kyler Murray and the, and the Cardinals. We don't really see them getting too much love. So find those stories that, that maybe people are like, oh, you know what? I, I can get that there and I can't really get that if I go on NFL network or ESPN. So, you know, and, and kind of when we get our guests on too, um, I remember last season, uh, Peyton Barber was a, a running back for the Washington football team. And, and he had a, a two touchdown day. It was like week two, week three, early in the season. And everybody was kind of like, who is this guy? Is this guy maybe going to be a somebody? So, you know, right away I got on it. I contacted his agent. I was like, we would love to have him on talk about his two touchdown day, his, his big game for uh, Washington. And it, it, might, it took a couple of weeks. We didn't get him on maybe I think for two weeks after that. So it was, you know, past the fact when he had the two touchdown day, but we still got him on and it was awesome to talk to him because, you know, that was kind of his coming out party and saying I could be the guy. So it's just cool you know, to have things like that and talk to the maybe lesser known guys that can maybe give them more of more marketing, maybe, you know, get their face out there, get their name out there. Biggest thing you said there with finding those different stories is really finding your niche for us, obviously it's sport business um, for you finding those stories. So if you're going to get into a big topic, don't just focus on what else is going on in the news. Try to find those things that people aren't really talking about. If you are in a serious right. niche, there's likely other people out there that are going to want to hear what you're talking about. Um, you're never alone. Um, that's kind of the beauty of it. So, right. Exactly. And I mean, during, during this past draft process too, um, you know, everybody's, everybody's going to want Trevor Lawrence on their podcast. Everybody's talking about who, who's going to be the first round pick. Who's going to be the second round pick. We went and we got a couple of guys um, that, you know, one of them got drafted in the fifth round. Two of them got undrafted, but they still signed with the team. And we also got a guy who signed, uh, who got drafted in the fourth round, I believe. So, you know, we got, we got the guys that they, they want to get their story out there and they're going to have, a little bit of a challenge to maybe make an NFL roster. All of them did make NFL rosters, but kind of to hear that story instead of hearing, you know, the highly touted prospects and the guy that's been the five-star recruit out of high school and maybe just the guys that have been working maybe a little harder and maybe a little lesser known. So that's just kind of our niche that we've been trying to find. Perfect. All right. Let's kind of segue into logo and name creation. How was the laces out name created? And I know you just went through a rebrand. So what was your kind of process in making that new logo, maybe choosing that color scheme? Yeah, uh, when we started, we were throwing around names. My co-host Jared and I were just texting back and forth every single day. It was like, you know, anything that came to our mind. And we kind of limited it down, brought it down, brought it down. And we had to kind of make, we had to make sure that, you know, nobody else had the name. Um, actually, we, after we decided on Laces Out, we looked it up and there was a podcast, but they weren't active for the past like five years. So we figured it was okay to use it then. Um, 
you know, just laces out. It's kind of the, the funny, funny thing when, when a kicker's going to kick, you get out the laces out or else he's going to miss the field goal. Um, but, you know, we thought that was a perfect name for us. And uh, we started with a with an orange and black logo. We thought maybe the orange would pop. We would say, you know, if you're scrolling through Twitter, you'll see an, an orange kind of sticks out a little bit more. Um, we're not graphic design majors. We're not graphic design experts. So it wasn't the prettiest logo, but, um, you know, my co-host Jarrett put it together and it, it worked for, for, for now. And, uh, but yeah, like you said, we, we went through a little bit of a rebrand. Uh, one of our, our good friends, I'll give him a shout out, Jeremy Guerin, uh, on Twitter. He, he kind of reached out to us and said, Hey, I'd love to help you guys out. I'd love to get my work out there. So he put together this beautiful logo. Uh, we we kind of decided on maybe a, a light baby blue, which is more calming, maybe not jump out of the page at you, but it's it's a beautiful logo. Um, so the navy blue and black, it's got the you know the podcast logo, it's got the microphone, it, it's it's really clean and it's nice. And he made us, you know, a secondary logo. So really all credit to him. Uh, we kind of gave him some of our ideas and what we liked, and he just ran with it. So it, it, it was pretty easy. Um, you know, I, like I said, I'm not a graphic design major or anything. I, I would not be able to do it, um, but he did a great job on it and I, I love it. Yeah, it looks really good. And with us being kind of in this digital age now, there's websites like Fiverr. You can get mm -hmm. a, you can get a logo made for say 25, $30. Right. Um, there's a lot of resources out there if you don't know what you're doing. And one other thing that um, came to mind when you were talking about choosing a name is if it's going to be just podcast specific and you're looking to build a website around that, you might want to check and see if there's a domain available. Right. Um, yeah. So say for laces out, it would be lacesout.com. Is, is mm -hmm. that something that's available on online that you can use? Um, so there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, make sure you don't just rush into a name choice or a color right. choice or something like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Equipment needed to record and kind of going live in-person recording and then via Zoom. Could you talk a little bit about the equipment that you use and kind of your practices there? Yeah, sure. So I got this podcast or this podcast mic. Um, you can find it on Amazon. You know, you can you can get they can get a little pricey. They can get up there, but I think this one was maybe sixty bucks on Amazon or something. It's a it's a mono uh, microphone. Works perfect. I mean, it's got everything you need. It's got the the protector here, and it's you can move it around. It's it's great. I mean, it's it's easy. You just plug it in your computer. You can change in your settings to you know the USB input, and that's really it. Um, so. You know, even if you don't want to spend the money on a microphone, that's fine. It, it sounds fine if you just use headphones. It sounds fine if you don't use headphones at all and just use your speaker on your computer. Um, you know, I just kind of wanted to, since I've been doing it for so long, I figured why not get a microphone, um, just kind of up it a little bit. But you, you can go with a mic. You really don't need to. Uh, you can have the headphones. I like to have the headphones just so that, you know, you don't get the distractions from anywhere else. Um and then, you know, lighting, I, I, I got a lamp. I got the the circle lamp in front of me. Um, you really don't need a ton because those are pretty bright. Um, and then, you know, backgrounds usually on TV or something, you'll see the professionals with a nice shelf with all their trophies or books or whatever behind them. And I don't really have the space for that right now, um, but I do have my Super Bowl 27 pro poster behind me. So put that up, you know, just to have something football behind me. Um, but in regards to, you know, recording on Zoom versus recording live, um, it's a little different. It is because when you're live, you're live. You know, they, you can't really make too many mistakes. You can't go back. You can't edit it and change it. Um, you can change it when you post it. You can edit it. But if you say something live, it's out there. So you kind of got you got to be careful. Um, you don't want to make any any dumb comments or anything like that. But 
it's also fun because when we do it live, we're on Twitter and people can interact, people can ask questions, um, people can comment on what we say. So, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll get the fans that don't agree with your takes and they'll, they'll, they'll drop in their opinion and you just kind of have a fun conversation with it. But it, it's, it's fun. I, I like doing it live. It kind of gives us more views because we go live and it goes right on Twitter and it goes right on our YouTube page. So, you know, somebody's scrolling on Twitter at eight o'clock at night and they see, Oh, these guys are live. I'll tune in for two minutes and see what they got to say. Um, so even if, you know, they don't listen to your podcast, they're not subscribed to your podcast. Maybe that's the outlet that they can go to. They can see the live and say, these guys are pretty good. And then they go and subscribe to your, your channel. So just getting more platforms to kind of put your face, put your voice out there and, and reach new people. Absolutely. And I would say if, if you're not going to invest in a mic right away, make sure biggest thing is be in a quiet room. Um, yes. That's always going to help out. Um, what do you usually use to record your live sessions? Do you use your phones? Do you have cameras? We, well, I have my, I have my laptop. We use a, it's called StreamYard. So, you know, StreamYard, you, it's actually pretty cool. Um, you can use a free, free version or there's, a, I believe it's 10, $15 a month. And the, we, we use the paid version. You can uh, make headlines for your show. You can make a little ticker at the bottom of the screen, kind of run through. You can put backgrounds behind you, which we have our, our um, podcast logo behind us. And you can kind of do a lot more effects, visual effects with that. Um, so, you know, you set up a StreamYard account, you, you connect your Twitter account, you connect your YouTube account. And as soon as you press go live, it sends it out to all those. Um, you can also record on there just not live. You can just record on there and upload it to Anchor or whatever you use. So, um, we like StreamYard a lot. It's pretty cool. You know, you can, like I said, you can add the headlines, you can add different colors, you can do all the effects and it's super easy. Um, so we use StreamYard and it's really helpful. It's really easy when you're, when you're trying to go live. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. Um, we haven't used that platform yet, but that's definitely something that, that we're going to look into. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're going to be recording stuff long-term with cameras, I would say when looking for cameras, trying to find something that doesn't overheat quickly because episodes can get pretty long mm -hmm. and something that has a long recording time. The last thing you want to do is have a big interruption from all the cameras just <laughs> beeping off. So. Exactly. Hello, Living Sport Podcast listeners. Have you checked us out on social media? Give us a follow at I Am Living Sport on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and LinkedIn. Shoot us a DM and let us know what you thought of this episode. All right, back to the action. Next up, recording practices. Um, how do you usually start your episodes? How do you end them? What do you do if you have a big slip up? Do you go ahead and do a clap? That's typically what we do. Yeah, we've uh, we've had our, our times where, you know, the, the main times that stick out to me is when we have a guest on. And for some reason, you know, I love our guests. I love all the players that we have on. But a lot of the times the players like to just be on their phone while they're doing the show, either driving in the car or outside, not on Wi-Fi. And that's just a big pain because then it's cutting in and out. Can you hear me? Can you not hear me? And it's a lot of that. So we've had this restart before. Um, but like I said, you know, when you're live, you're live. So so that's that's kind of the tough part. When, when you're just recording, you can say, all right, cut it, stop, and then we'll restart it. We'll re-record. Um, so that's happened a few times and it's it's really not a pain, you know. But when 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 you're live and something goes wrong and you got to kind of have some dead air while you figure it out, that's that's never easy. But yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go back. We'll, we'll edit it up. If something does happen and we're, we're able to edit it. Um, if we're live and something happens, we can still edit it because then when we post it, that'll, that won't be there. Um, just whoever saw it live, we'll, we'll see it, see the, see the slip up live. So, um, but it's really not a big deal. I mean, if you, if you mess up on a podcast, it's okay. You know, sometimes when, when you're talking in front of people or if you're 
doing a podcast or something. If you mess up, you feel like it's the end of the world. And you're like, I can't believe I just said that. But so many people and nobody remembers, nobody even thinks about it. You just think about it. So, you know, if you, if you ever mess up while you're speaking, don't worry about it. I guarantee nobody even thinks about it. People have really short memories. And one thing that we always like to do is always have kind of a written out script. You always want to mm -hmm. do some sort of an intro, introing the episode. Um, and you can get kind of creative with what you're going to do with that when post editing and then putting stuff in like promotions too, um, reminding people to go ahead and rate your podcast mm -hmm. five stars, um, check you out on social. Just those little cues can can really sway people into kind of learning more about your brand and, and what you're doing. So yeah, and we we actually have a um, one of our, our good friends. I'll give him a shout out again. Jaden Patezic made a uh, a nice intro for us. So it's got you know we added in some some famous NFL calls. You know the Stefan Diggs highlight or catching the playoffs. We got. Um, what else we got? We got the Malcolm Butler pick in the, in the end zone on the Super Bowl. So it's, we got that with like some nice music behind it. It's pretty cool. Uh, you know, it says it laces out at the end of it. And then we just transition in. We say, you know, we pretty much say the same thing. Welcome back to episode blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, and then we just kind of dive right in. We really don't script it too much, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, we'll, we'll text each other. We'll say, let's make sure we hit this, this, this. And maybe that's it. And then we just kind of go with the flow. Um, if we have, if we have somebody on, if we have a, a guest on, maybe we'll, we'll plan it out a little more. We'll do some research on, on that player or whoever's coming on. Um, but other than that, you know, we, we really just kind of go with the flow and then, you know, we, we make sure that we hit our sponsors. Now we have sponsors for our podcast. So we, we maybe try to plan a, a good segue into that sponsor. Um, and then, you know, we'll end it with given our, our work that that's coming out, you know, I'll say, I write for Buffalo, uh, Buffalo rumblings, fan sided. I got this piece coming out, you know, next Tuesday, make sure you check it out. Follow me on Twitter. And then that's pretty much it. We end it right there. So it's, it's kind of the same thing every, every episode, but you know, we don't want to be too repetitive. So you change it up a little bit. Let's talk about standard operating procedures. So people that don't run a podcast might think, okay, you find one guest, you organize that, that podcast, and then you move on to the next guest. But really, in reality, your guests out, guests out, guests out. So it's really important to have a procedure of how you communicate with guests, um, how you reach out to them beforehand, um, give them the information about what to expect on recording, all that sort of stuff. And then post episode, um, getting content approved, when it's going to go live, all that information. How do you follow up with them? Um, could you talk a little bit about what you do? I've mentioned we've had 20, 25 plus NFL players on our show. Uh, we've had a ton of NFL analysts on our show and writers. So the players are busy. Um, you know, the players, they got practice every day. They got games to plan for. So it's a little more difficult to, to plan that out. So you have to really plan in advance. Um, I know that just yesterday, um, my, my co-host Jarrett texted me saying that we have one guy that wants to come on our show. His publicist actually actually reached out to us. Um, but we're planning mid October. So, you know, we're, we're planning a month in advance here. So that's kind of what you have to do with, with players. Um, it's not like you can just email them and say, what about tomorrow? Um, you know, cause they have two practices and a workout and they don't really want to talk football when they're off. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it takes a lot of organization and it takes a lot of flexibility too. That's a big thing is being flexible because we've had times where we will have it planned. We'll say, all right, Wednesday at eight o'clock at night, and then eight o'clock will roll around eight 20 will roll around and there's nothing. And, you know, sometimes they just get caught up in life and they get busy. You know, we're not their number one priority. I wouldn't expect us to be their number one priority. So sometimes you just have to change it up and say, all right, we'll do next week. Um, 
So a lot of flexibility organization. That's a, that's a big thing for sure. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's fun. That's, that's, that's what it comes down to. You know, if you're stressed, if you're like, okay, I don't know what to do. Nobody wants to come on our show. Maybe nobody's listening to our show. It's fun. I enjoy doing it a lot. And that's kind of what it comes down to, you know, when, when maybe you're not getting the best ratings, it's, it's okay. You can, you can bounce back the next episode. You know, if you have one bad episode, it's, it's okay to say that wasn't my best one, but you know, my, my next one's going to be even better than that. Um, so it's a lot of organization, a lot of flexibility. Like I said, those are, those are kind of the two main things. I know you said you live stream your episodes on Twitter. What sort of other breakdowns from, from your podcast? Do you do, do you quotes or anything like that to post on social? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes if, if a hot take or something that I like some good uh, analysis that, you know, I do, or my co-host does, you can cut that down. You can just make a short little video. Um, whether you just screen record it on your phone, I've done that before, or you can go into what we use art 19, you can kind of cut up the files and, and take them separately. Um, so we'll, you know, if we like something that we've used or something funny happens, we'll post it on Twitter. Um, and it just kind of gives people a 10 second, 20 second little view of what goes on in your podcast. If people miss the live show, they're probably not going to go back and watch it. Um, they might listen to it or if people don't listen to it, but you post a 30 second video of you analyzing something or talking about a game, they might say, I like that. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what else they have to say. I'm interested to see what else they talk about. So I like doing that a lot. We, we use, we use Twitter a lot. We both have, you know, our, that's, that's our main source is using Twitter and marketing our podcast, tweeting out who our guests are going to be putting out little teasers of maybe a guest that was, is going to be coming on our show. Um, so that's where you get the engagement. I use Instagram a little bit. Um, just, you know, if a show is posted, I'll say, go listen to it. But Twitter is my main, main source that I use. And it, it's such a great tool. I mean, Twitter is massive. We talked about it earlier in the show. So, so the episodes recorded. Now we go on to editing. Um, what do you use to edit your episodes? So we used to use Anchor. Uh, Anchor is free. It's easy. It's really easy. I would recommend that if you're getting into podcasting, if you're just starting. Um, but we got picked up a, a new network. I think I mentioned Believe Podcast Network. And um, they actually introduced us to Art19, A-R-T-19. And it's pretty similar to, to Anchor. Um, that's just, you know, the software that they use for the for the network. So we use that. And I really like it a lot. Um, it, it's pretty similar. I maybe even like Art19 a little bit more. You know, you, you throw the the um, the audio file in there, it downloads, takes a couple minutes, and then you can, you know, set the publish date, you can publish it right away, put in the description, you can see all the analytics from that pe uh, episode once it's posted. So it's pretty cool. Um, you know, there's a there's a bunch of different effects that you can put on it too. Uh, like there there's a paid version, there is a free version too. So it's it's cool and it's pretty easy um but like i said if you're starting a podcast i would start with anchor and then kind of evolve from there if you want to anchor's free it's easy you really don't have to do anything you just toss it all in there and it will send it out to any listening platform anywhere so um anchor real easy i would recommend that to start yeah absolutely us as well um great tool to use and then going from there we like to use um the adobe suite so um, go ahead, tossing the episodes into Adobe Audition and you can do different stuff with compression. Like mm -hmm. say there's 
say there's an air conditioner running in the background you don't want to hear you can clean that up <laughs> um, yes. you can take out little ums little yips whatever whatever happens in the audio you can fix all that stuff and then bring it back into anchor and go from there so right yeah and i mean for for the you know you mentioned the the ac you know if you get a fan in the room fans are usually okay um but like you, you mentioned earlier you know make sure you're in a make sure you're not in a, in a prison cell with a bunch of bare walls and just things that the sound's going to be bouncing off because it's not going to sound very clear. Um, you know, even if you have to, I've done it before you put a blanket, put a sweatshirt in front of you, just something that can kind of grab that noise. So it's not bouncing all over the room. Uh, that'll make a huge difference. You know, something just as small as that for, for audio reasons, you learn along the way, you, you learn what you like, you learn what you don't like. Um, like I said, it's fun. It's, it's not supposed to be a chore. It's not supposed to be, uh, I don't, I don't want to do this tonight. You're supposed to look forward to it. You know, I look forward to talking my podcast every day. Um, so it, it's supposed to be fun and you'll learn along the way you'll pick up the, the tips and you'll, you'll learn a lot about yourself too. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier how, you know, I used to hate public speaking. I used to hate talking in front of people. And now it's, you know, that's one of my biggest strengths is being able to talk in front of people and, and, just talk to an audience, kind of command an audience. So if you, if you're struggling with that, you don't want to start a podcast because maybe you're scared of public speaking, just think about it as talking to your screen. Um, you don't actually see the people in front of you. Maybe you'll see the numbers if you're doing a live show, but just talk to your screen. And I know if, if I went back and listened to some of my first podcasts, it would probably be terrible and cringy and I don't want to listen to it, but I've come a long way and it feels good to, to know that I've come a long way. So um, if you're, if you're on the fence about doing it, just do it. If you don't like it after two months, then you can stop, but at least say you tried, at least say you, you did it and you can, uh, you know, add that to the resume that, Hey, you know what? I started a podcast, so I give it a shot. If you're ever thinking about it, let's talk a little bit about Tampa Bay. Um, I'm just going to open up the floor to you. Tampa Bay living sport program. Oh man. It was the experience of a lifetime. Um, it was, I mean, the Super Bowl. They, they, nothing really gets bigger than that. And I, I like to think we, we probably had the best group in living sport history because we are all still super close. I mean, we all still talk pretty much every day. We have a big group chat. We all talk. Some of my best friends from the trip, Austin Whiteman, we've, we've seen each other since the trip. I mean, there was a big group of us that went to uh, March Madness Tournament in Indianapolis we all hung out. We all stayed together. You know, it's you, you see these people for 10 days. You, you know them in person for 10 days and it feels like, you know, them forever now. And, you know, it, it was a great experience. You know, the game itself, everything leading up to that, all the events leading up to that. It was a lot of work, long hours, but it was so worth it. And, you know, I, I hope that maybe I can do it again one day with these group with group like that. Um, but if I can't, I mean, it was it was definitely worth it. It was, it was so, so fun. So if anybody's, anybody's thinking about going on another living sport trip or maybe going on their first, absolutely do it. Yes. You know, leading up to that, all the, the zoom meetings we had before kind of getting to know people, you start up a group chat, you start talking to people separately. And now, you know, I text, I text some of them every single day. And I mean, it's lifelong friendships. Absolutely. And professional connections. You never know yeah. um, where mm -hmm. those people can go, um, where those right. relationships can take you. Um, so you kind of talked about this a little bit before, but everything that you've done um, in your career thus far and all of the hustles that you've had along the way, um, it seems very strategic. Living Sport Tampa Bay, obviously, we just talked about that. Podcasting, being a sports writer for SP Nation, 
um, now doing player development for the Tigers. What do you think this is all leading to? Where do you think you're going to see yourself in the next five years? That is the big question, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's the big question for everybody when they uh, first graduate college and still trying to figure it out exactly. Um, but yeah, like I said, you know, I touched on it. I have different avenues that I'm going and, you know, do I want to lean a little bit towards doing more, more sports writing? Do I want to try to join a network full time or do I want to kind of keep going what I'm doing with the Detroit Tigers, which is more, you know, I'm the player development intern. So it's more on the, with the players that's working directly with, with coaches in front office. And that was always what I wanted to do as I was growing up. And as you know, I, I kind of started thinking about my career is I want to work in the front office of a team. I want to be, you know, the, an important piece in the puzzle. And I think that's still probably my, my number one priority is I, I want to work with an organization. Um, not so much sports writing, but like I said, if, if an opportunity presents itself, I will absolutely chase that down because I mean, it's just, it's, it's cool to think about, you know, you, you said 10 years ago, podcasting was really not a thing, you know, 20 years ago, you, you think about it. It's like the only way that your news was getting out is if you were in the newspaper and now somebody like me can just start up a Twitter account and have 5,000 followers and people somewhat care what I have to say. So it's like, you know, you can build a career by yourself and you can build a, a brand and a platform for you to speak on. And I think that's really cool because anybody can do it. Anybody, anybody on any topic can do it. And so I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, I, I, as of right now, this moment, I have three or four applications out there. They've been out there for about three weeks now. So crossing my fingers, hoping we hear back. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's just, it's a fun journey. It, it's stressful. It's uh, you know, you see everybody else getting these jobs and flourishing and doing great. And, you know, it's awesome to see, but you're also, there's a little piece of you like, I want to be there. I want to get that. And that's just kind of the, I don't want to say competitiveness, but you know, it's, it's the drive that you have that you want to be great. And, you know, I think anybody in the sport industry, you got to have that drive if you want to succeed because it's a tough industry and you can't really give up. Um, I know at the, at the Tampa uh, trip, that was kind of the main thing when, when we had a lot of the guest speakers in there, it was, you know, you're not going to get your dream job right out of college, especially not in the sport industry. It's going to take some years of grinding, some jobs maybe you don't want to do, but you do it with a smile on your face and you know that it's going to get better. And, you know, you, you just make the most out of it. So that's what I'm doing now. You know, I'm just just waiting and doing my work. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of work, It's but it's fun work. It's, it's good work to talk about sports that I love. So I, I'm, I'm glad that I can uh, do it with everybody that listens to it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, every step along your journey, I think you'll look back a few years from now and say, this is exactly what I learned from that. Like, that's mm -hmm. why I was there. And everything will ultimately work itself out. Everybody's journey is different. I had to go to Asia. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I know it's hard to compare yourself to others and that sort of thing. But really, you just got to come back to yourself and remember that every step in your journey is going to be soul to you exactly yeah. it'll be it'll be worth it in the end you know it's uh, i remember when we were doing our our kind of introduction meetings with uh, the tampa group and everything there's this little you know meeting get to meet you game uh that we did you had to bring something that was meaningful to you and they they, they dropped it to us kind of when we joined the class so i didn't know what to do we were all kind of panicking you know i was like i got it every every single internship every job every everything that i do in the sport industry you know, if you get a credential, you get a name tag, you get whatever, I keep it. And I, I've had it. I've done multiple, multiple internships, multiple jobs. 
So I have every lanyard, I have every name tag, I have every credential that I have that I've done. And, you know, someday I want to look back and I want to say, look at what I did. Look, this is what got me here. And kind of, you know, even now I'll say, look at what I've done. You know, I, I've gone to the Super Bowl. I've worked March Madness. I've done, you know, internships with baseball teams and basketball teams and everything. It'll be worth it. And, you know, it, it gives me that motivation because I can say I've done a lot and my time will come. Um, there's really no rush. Everybody thinks there's a rush. But honestly, there's not, you know, you're the only rush there is, is, is your own mind saying, look at what everybody else is doing. But, you know, if you take your time, you'll, it'll come. If, if you're dedicated, if you're driven and you have the right background, it'll, it'll come. You can do it. Absolutely. Couldn't say it better than myself. I have that as well. So one day I'll put them in like a nice display case or something in my office. <laughs> yeah. Listeners out there, if you're uh, considering throwing away your old, your old badges, your old credentials, oh, don't, don't do it. Do it. No, <laughs> <Don't> do it. <laughs> it'll be a cool keepsake when you're uh, 70 years old and retired you can look back well let's just wrap this episode up here kurt um anything else that you want to say to listeners in the living sport network out there i like i said earlier i mean living sport opened a lot of doors for me and you know my my good friend from college larry staub I, he went on one of the first first ever living sport trips and you know every every time he talked about it he was just glowing and he just could not say enough about it. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Whatever. You know, you went on a trip and then I did it and I was, you know, taken aback. It was, it was awesome. You know, I, I, you can talk to anybody from the living sport trip, my trip or past trips. They'll say the same thing. Um, it really was the time of my life. It was a lot of hard work, but we had so much fun doing it. You know, whether it was the, the work that we did at the Super Bowl experience or, you know, the tours that we took or the classes that we had, the friends that you made, you know, it's all worth it. And it, it might seem stressful. You're going with 40 people, or at least in my case, I went with 40, 39 people that I don't know. Um, but it was so fun and, and I would absolutely do it again. So if you're ever thinking about it, just do it. You're, you're young, just do it now. It, it'll be so much fun and so worth it. My name is Kurt Homiser and I am Living Sport. Hey, Living Sport Network, thank you for listening to the Living Sport Podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to not miss another episode, and feel free to share this episode with your friends. At Living Sport, we utilize sport as a catalyst to experience the world and to inspire personal and professional growth through our international and domestic sport business programs. Our sport business network is for students and recent grads looking to gain an edge over the thousands looking to work in sport. For more information about Living Sport and our programs, please visit livingsport.com. Thank you, and have a great day.